all, and welcome to Idols, Icons, and Irols, a Survivor Recap Podcast. We're your hosts, Nell and Peter. We're so glad you're joining us as we break down and analyze the craziest and most memorable moments of every single season of Survivor. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at idols.icons.irols for behind-the-scenes clips, outtakes, and important updates. Interested in making a guest appearance to talk about your favorite season of Survivor? Reach out to us at idols.icons.irols at gmail.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Idols, Icons, and Irols. Today, we will be wrapping up our talk on season three um, at Survivor Africa. Woohoo! Welcome to episode 18, everyone. This is it. We're here. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. No, I was thinking about earlier today, I was like, she can vote. She can buy a lottery ticket. Yeah, that's crazy. In Europe, she can drink. She could smoke a cigarette in some states if she wanted to. Right? Yeah. Okay. Wow. I think that's wow. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All grown also, up. I really like that I called it our talk. Yeah, um, I noticed. <laughs> I so I was like, couldn't I wasn't thinking of the words I was gonna say. And then well, I, I mean, it, yeah. At this point, I feel like we've, we're really running out of, like, new vocabulary to yeah, describe yeah, 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 yeah. what we do. <laughs> <laughs> and in an effort to not recycle, we're like, well, we might as well. You know, our talks. I'm like, welcome exactly. to the view, on, the view of <laughs> The fireside chats. Who's the Megan McCabe? <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm worried that it might have to be me because of my blonde hair. Oh, yeah. Because think about it, Make What were you going to say? Because you were agreeing with me. <laughs> <laughs> you were like nodding your hat along. And then I said blonde hair and you went, oh, also that. As if there was another reason. I don't know. I was just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to me, I was like, Peter's Megan McCain. <laughs> well, because Elizabeth Falarski also has Hasselbeck. Sorry. Yeah. She also has blonde hair. Well, she loves Falarski. Oh. Great marriage. <laughs> You're right. She also has one hair. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's pretty crazy. Which, which one am I? I only know when um Barbara Sharon Walters. Osborne. Okay, I've never seen <laughs> that time of view. I only know Barbara Walters. Oh. I'm probably Barbara Walters. <laughs> I'm like the only She's not time... on the view anymore. <laughs> well, neither is Sharon Osborne, I don't think. The oh. only era of the view I know is Sharon Osborne. That's Wait, actually the only... sorry, I am typing right now. Um Joy. Because that that was during okay, the same classic. time that she was a judge on America's Got Talent and I was watching America's Got Talent pretty religiously then. And so I was also keeping up to date. Oh my God, when Meredith Vieira was on it. Wow. Yep, 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 yep. How long was she on it? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, maybe I like wouldn't remember because... <laughs> Uh, I think it premiered in 1997. Sharon Osbourne was on it recently. I'm talking about the original cast. Oh. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. So you would not remember the original cast because you were not born yet. Sharon Osbourne. Maybe she was on the talk. I'm like, I actually am 100% sure she was not on the view. What? Because the co-hosts were Meredith Vieira from 1997. I can't, I'm not going to read them all. No, yeah, no. Barbara Walters, Lisa Lang. Yeah, she was on the, oh, she was on the talk. Yeah. Sorry, Not you thinking the talk is the view. I didn't think the talk was the view. I just didn't remember that there was a talk show called the talk. It's a stupid name. Let's the view but not the view no obviously obvious yeah has a format similar in style to the view sorry well yeah with julie chen sharon osborne sarah gilbert she's still on isn't she oh yeah yeah (laughs) 
I'm like now oh my God, that we Carrie Carrie Ann. Oh my God, I love Carrie Ann. Carrie Ann from Dancing with the Amanda Stars. Clutes. I did know that she's on it because I follow her. I need to read her book. I actually keep meaning to buy it or rent wow. it. Wow, that's crazy. I'm like all I'm of like- this <laughs> get cut out of here. Maybe I'm so glad put, that I maybe should be put on the Instagram for just a little behind the scenes. But the question is, what was the last thing we said? We haven't. We didn't even start with the recap because we were just no, talking we about said, how I long we've like, been doing the podcast, and then we were like, "Oh, she's 18. And then you said, "Chat," like you were like, "Welcome to our talk." Okay. And then that's how we got to the <laughs> so talk. So do we? Do we? <laughs> so we're just gonna hop right in to the second half of survivor season three africa we are so glad you all have joined us for this journey of 18 episodes so far and here we go at the merge um with the sambuva and boron tribes coming together Boron tribes coming together with 10 people um it's six boron four original sambuva obviously there'd been the whole mix-up and mm-hmm. swap earlier but Long story short, they merge with 10 and their new tribe is named Modomaji, which the direct translation into Swahili is just fire, fire and water. water. Not even Pretty, and, just fire water. Just fire water, fire water. <laughs> yeah, well, cause they tried to but say like befo- hot water. They were but like, before oh, they even named the tribe, they have an immunity. Oh challenge. yes, you're right, you're right, you're right. So they like go to a challenge, blindside, the individual immunity um like the blind side the sandra bullock anyway (laughs) and basically it lasts like over six hours and it's clarence and Teresa, and they rock paper scissors to decide who wins and Teresa wins and she wins individual immunity and then they go which sorry to cut you off i personally was kind of upset that it went down to rock paper scissors because i just think that was clarence trying to find his way out of it because I know Teresa could have kept on going. Absolutely. Absolutely. She should. And she it up. makes it, it makes it look like she was also giving up when in reality, I genuinely just think she felt bad for the guy. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. But they, they come back and they have their merge feast and they name Motomahi and they're kind of just like hanging, bonding, um laughing a little bit and then only a little bit of laughter (laughs) just (laughs) just a sprinkle and then they basically go to tribal council and Clarence is the seemingly obvious target um I feel like people saw him as a physical threat and also he didn't have the best relationship with the Samburu tribe. Um, so he was kind of screwed and he didn't want immunity. So he ended up being voted out over Lex. Which I personally think, obviously we can't go back and change this now, but it was a mistake because we kind of touched on this in the last episode, but at some point, I think during this ep- during episode seven or episode six, it comes out that Frank basically has said that he doesn't think a woman's going to win. And like, they recognize that he's not going to vote for a woman to win it in the end. And so the reason that matters is that because the person voted off right now is the only person in the merged tribe who won't be on the jury. So the women very clearly have a conversation about this, but then they don't do anything about it, which I found really interesting because I was like, like you would all be helping each other out if you got him out now you know that at yeah. the very least you're setting yourself up for success down the road but yeah I feel like that's such a thing in Survivor where you that you see a conversation that you're like yeah like yeah. I you this guys do something about it and they just famously never, never think or speak do. on it again yeah like, and again it's like what else are you doing yeah, literally. It's like in like token you're not shoot. hunting, especially yeah, you're, here. You're, <laughs> you're not too, hunting. You're you are not. sitting inside of the boma for hours on end in the sun, and maybe talk a little strat. Yeah. What? Whatever. Whatever. Yes. Whatever. So we move on. 
Um, and episode eight is the recap episode, which again, flop. <laughs> They're so, bo- I never watched them. I've never no. watched one. Again, that's our job. Our job is that. Anyways, the tea that comes out of the tribal council prior is basically every, almost everyone votes for Clarence, but there's a second vote for Lex. So the first one, you know, obviously assumed it's going to be from Clarence. He can't vote for himself. But when Jeff Probst reads the second one, Lex is like, holy shit, who's the snake? Like, what is going on? And he is pissed. Like, he is angry. And I know now we'll kind of speak on this a little more later, but he like, it's, it's a whole storyline. Like, honestly carries throughout the entire season. So basically, that's what we're starting with. And spoiler alert, the person who voted for him was Teresa, but she's like, I'm not going to say anything because I know he's angry and I don't need a target on my back, which icon, of course. So we go into reward and Ethan wins the reward challenge and he gets to select one other person um, who basically the reward is they get to go to a small village nearby um, and they can trade and barter whatever they have plus two goats um, that they win in the reward challenge for whatever they want to get from people in the village. So Ethan and Lex go, they kind of bond some more and then they bring back a bunch of food and kind of like luxury items or like little keepsakes for everyone back at the tribe. And then we go into the immunity challenge and at the immunity challenge, icon Ethan wins again. Lex basically is paranoid and he's like, I need to figure out who the hell voted for me the second time. And he's worried that it's going to be like the vote's now going to come for him. And so basically he's like going around to everyone trying to figure it out. And he at one point tells someone that he thinks it was Kelly, a, an original Baron member. And he tries to convince the rest of his tribe to eliminate her. But they're kind of like, oh, well, why would we? Then Kelly catches wind of it and she can powers Teresa and kind of, and I guess Frank just along with them decide you know what we're gonna target Lex we want him out of here anyways and now that he's just like gone off the deep end we might as well and this leaves our good old level-headed friend Brandon from the original San Buru tribe as a swing vote I don't know how he found himself in this situation quite literally I do not know at what point he became the swing vote like no, all yeah. of a sudden it was like tribal council. And it's like, oh, what's Brandon gonna do? And so Brandon joins the original Baron tribe. Basically, Kim Johnson, Ethan, Lex, and Tom, and votes Kelly out. And she becomes the first member of the jury. But at the same time, the rest is Samburu and as we've covered, his BFF, Kim Powers, is like, what the fuck, dude? Like, yeah, I don't really, I just, what was, what was that? Why? What? Like, it feels very much like, oh, well, I needed to do something in the game. And this was going to be my mark on the game. But like, it was just like, what did it do for you? Like, it was just, yeah. what were we doing? No, yeah. I know I agree. I yeah, would, no, no, no. <laughs> no, yeah, I agree. It's like very clearly he was not playing a long term game. He was like, no. oh, this time I'll vote this way. But yeah. he wasn't really thinking about what it would do to him going forward. Not to foreshadow, not to spoil, but basically <laughs> we go into episode 10 and nobody trusts him. Yeah. He like suddenly thinks that this one vote is going to make up to the rest of the Braun tribe for like 30 days of not aligning with them mm-hmm. while at the same time, not burn any bridges with anybody else. And it's like, you're down. Like, sir. Yeah. It just wasn't going to work. Yeah. So we go into episode 10 and there's now eight people left and we go into the reward challenge. They draw out Nate. They have to again, come with 
come in pairs if they select their pairs before they get there. Frank and Brandon famously. I was laughing. I know. I thought it was so good. I was like, thank God. Yeah, they're paired together. Sorry. They're paired together. (laughs) And then they end up winning the challenge. It's every Brandon like screaming at him the whole time. I was dying and everyone was dying. Everyone was like, this is unreal. Like them doing this together, they end up winning and they go on reward together and they basically are like shown a movie and have like snacks. And everyone was like laughing about it just because they famously aren't friends. (laughs) Yeah. Um, No, it was so funny to watch, like to hear Brandon screaming at Frank. Yeah. And then it was like, this is crazy. They go and have this movie night together and they're like, not speaking. They're literally (laughs) silently eating. Yeah. I was like, iconic. It's like, wow, this is is worse than the Colby and Jerry date from (laughs) season two. Like, this is terrible. Hey, this time, no one, no one, now, yeah, artifacts from protected <laughs> land. <laughs> yeah, and nobody thought that it was a honeymoon. So, I mean, <laughs> um, yeah, but they're on reward. People are laughing about it, whatever. Obviously, Brandon's still not being trusted, and Kim Powers is realizing that maybe she needs to sort of separate herself from Brandon and try to form like relationships that could help her move further in this game and so we had into an immunity challenge they make a fire whatever that's iconically during this immunity challenge you just hear young Kim like yelling come on powers powers come on powers let's go come on powers get it together I actually like this one was like I wanted her to win so bad I wanted her to win so bad and when it looks like doesn't it at one point it's like lex is gonna win or someone's gonna win and she like gives up yeah it it was like he it was they almost called it or whatever what happened is that there was a wire that or like a twine they had burned through and frank accidentally hit Hit it and his flag went up i felt bad for him yeah Yeah, he did not mean to it's not like he was like yeah but and so Jeff the flag went up and Kim was like, fuck. And then like down but, on the ground. Yeah. And then Jeff is like, no, come on. Come on. Like you're so and, like, Everyone's still going. And he's yeah. like, Kim, <laughs> come on. Go. go. And so sadly, Kim does lose. Um, Lex wins immunity. <sighs> Basically, everyone wants Brandon gone. Like at yeah. this point. He's just set himself up for failure because it's like nobody trusts him. And unfortunately, it's like there's four Sambuva members left. And it's like one of them is going to be next. And since nobody trusts Brandon, they kind of all just turn on Brandon. And so basically, Lex is like, well, look, I'm not going to vote him out. I'm not going to vote with you guys. So everyone votes for Brandon except for Lex and Brandon who vote for Frank. This obviously ends up with Brandon getting voted out. Um, and it's just kind of like, like Lex seems all upset. And he's like, come on, well, come on, guys. He like gave me his word. And they're like, yeah, but he only gave you his word. He did nothing to really cement his relationship with us. So we're not going to trust him. And I was like, yeah. And it's like, maybe this is only because we know about like all the flip flopping that goes on in later seasons, but it's like, he voted with you guys one time. That means nothing. Like that is literally nothing. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's fine. So yeah, um, Brandon gets voted out, which I was sad about. But at the same time, I texted now about this. I was like, his jury outfits, like him and Kelly specifically, and Teresa at one point, they are serving looks on the jury. I was like, they packed their bags specifically to be on the jury. I was like, icons, icons only. It was incredible. Genuinely, I think some of the best fashion looks on the jury have come, that we have seen so far are in this season. I will stand by that. Okay, I'm like no, okay. I'm like no input from the peanut gallery. I, I guess <laughs> I honestly could not tell you a thing about anyone's jury outfit. So well, it's just like they like get their little runway walk when they walk in. You know, Fair. 
when Jeff was like, let's bring in the jury. It's like, all right, show us your stuff. And normally it's like a floral t-shirt or like, yeah. yeah. I was like, that yeah. felt very pointed at Zeke, but okay. <laughs> well, all I was thinking was that at one point, Brandon's wearing like a scarf wrapped around his neck. And like, really, you packed a scarf to travel to yeah, Kenya? Yeah, what? Like, he, knew, he knew what he was doing. He knew. <laughs> That's too Anyways, so you're going to episode 11. I'm going to pass the baton onto my Survivor Auction biddy in the crowd. I love Survivor Auction. This one was, some things happened. <laughs> um, Kim Powers eats a Sunday That looked so good. There wasn't like a lot of like food. <laughs> no, I was going to say there were not a lot of items in general. Tom drinks one beer and is blacked. <laughs> <laughs> I like he might as well have been blackout. Um, leads to him saying some mm, choices. Uh, I don't know. Which in the moment, Jeff Probst like was like, oh yeah, let's repeat it. Like, yeah, yeah what oh what'd you say? Like say it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, King, uh <laughs> you dropped your crown, you maybe need to dust it off and yeah. work. <laughs> grow on that one yeah um, but it was in, I like with this part of the survivor auction it, like in these seasons it's interesting that they're able to pull money and like share be like oh like I'll pay you x for a bite like it's something that they're not allowed to do in the later seasons which is very interesting to me but everyone gets a little something in some way or another, right? Yeah. I th- Whether it's like, sp- I think like Frank part, and Teresa split something. Yeah. Fried chicken at some point too. Yeah. Like exchange. And like Tom and Ethan yeah. split the breakfast. Yeah. And. Which I did love how afterwards when Tom apologizes to Ethan for like essentially making fun of him. Um. <laughs> Tom or like Tom is like trying to say something and he's like oh yeah I'm just uh and Ethan goes you're a bigot <laughs> it's like that's funny <laughs> I was like yes like yeah uh, oh my god that was funny yeah but everyone got a little bit of something yeah. I don't know I just love a survivor action moment I think they're fun um and then we had into the immunity challenge which they have to answer classic storytelling story and then the quiz essentially yeah and lex ends up winning Um, yeah it was it was rough and lex is low-key a challenge like icon and it's kind of really fucking annoying yeah um and it's pretty obvious frank's the one to go and he definitely is like trying to be nice but you know the military and the gun of it all is really not working in his favor and his like other opinions he said and they're just like we have to get rid of him there was like the a little bit of a thought of the media is also what he said also famously like i would not and, necessarily... like did he storm the capitol I'm like, that's definitely Wait, a Googleable fact. <laughs> um, what is his name? His last name is Garrison. I'm like, he is not a 2001 article. Frank explains his love for firearms and more. Wait a second. So he's from Odessa, Texas, or not Texas, New York. Sorry. Odessa, New York. On Odessa, New York's Wikipedia page, it's like, oh, Odessa's a village in Schuyler County, New York, United States. Frank Garrison, second line of the Wikipedia. Frank Garrison, who competed on the third season of Survivor, Survivor Africa was listed as being from Odessa. Was listed as being from Odessa. Does that mean that he's not from Odessa? It's just he's listed as it? This, I really thought I found him on Twitter. But it can't be because his bio is healthcare voter. (laughs) (laughs) And also, I just don't think it looks like him. Um, But anyway, so he's talking about gun rights. Sorry, yes. (laughs) You sending the link to the Frank Garrison Twitter profile in the chat. Anyways, he is talking about, and 
he was in a confessional. He's like, I'm going to show them my more sensual side. He used the word sensual side. And then it cuts to him talking about gun rights. And I was like, this, this doesn't line up. So long story short, like he just goes, they just end up voting him. him yeah. Out. Like it just, there was no hope really at that point. Yeah. So we go into episode 12. At this point, there's just six players left. It's just um, the four Kim. Braun ones and then Kim Powers and Teresa from the okay. original Samburu. And this is like the family moment of it all. I wish I could explain how much I cried. <laughs> um, basically, kind of similar to the I am of it all, except... There were video answers and they like each family got to film like a video and they played them all for everyone. I cried. And then they were like asked four questions. They're like loved ones were asked like four questions about the player. And then the player had to like put down an answer. And then if they aligned, they would get a point. Um, and it was really Kim Bowers famously puts, I think, what was it? Like, what is your proudest moment? Yeah. And she puts like, like canceling calling my wedding off two weeks before it was supposed to happen and me and my roommate me were like we're so proud of her no i was like i don't know what the circumstances were but i, I was pissed like, the mom didn't say that yeah i was like come on come on no there were so i, I mean obviously there were only four questions but there were like two times where kim power said something and i was like yeah that's a good answer her <laughs> mother like legs <laughs> that was actually think about Ethan but like it was something similar where they just said it and I was like that you guys went two different routes yeah no it's really funny because it's like then you got to hear all these stories yada yada yeah it was it was very sweet but or like Ethan's mom kept giving like answers about his high school experience (laughs) and Ethan was like what the hell yeah it was again a proudest accomplishment and he said, I think he said something about playing professional soccer. <laughs> I think he was soccer. like, I play professional. And it was like yeah. taking his high school team to state. <laughs> was, he was like. <laughs> it made me laugh. My mother would probably do the same thing. And I would be so embarrassed. I'd be like, you're I wanna, kidding. I like, ask my mom the question. Yeah. No, we should. Like. <laughs> should have been our Mother's Day episode. Fuck. You're right. Next All year. Right, well, next. <laughs> <laughs> anyways lex wins the reward and they get to go to masai mara and witness the migration of the wildebeest and they do like an overnight stay and lex takes tom he, yeah he gets to choose one other person second or yeah maybe not second but they bonded over the children of it all yeah i think it was because it of did that. make me cry actually yeah when yeah I, tom's relationship with his son probably really weird to watch in person but when they're thousands of miles apart it's like oh that's so cute that actually made me cry um and I'm actually tearing up a little bit what from know. which part of it I don't know I was like remembering when it was like what's your proudest thing and he was like and the way he said it and the way she yeah. said it anyway so whatever they witness and they li- we literally they film a lion killing a wildebeest or something and it was- which is like content that like even planet earth doesn't get like even in those kinds of like mini docuseries they yeah. can't even always capture that meanwhile fucking survivor with their they one said national geographic is quaking <laughs> they're in a hot air balloon one cameraman <laughs> and fucking Tom goes, Oh, look over there. And then you just watch fucking lion. Watch nature. <laughs> and like it's pure as for it was crazy, actually. Yeah. yeah. And they show the whole thing. Oh. <laughs> which like it was a cool thing to record, but like, yeah. like whoa. Yeah. Like, they head into an immunity challenge. They're like breaking clay pots, essentially it. um and tom wins which was like good for tom (laughs) good for tom not good for everyone else yeah yeah um and basically kim p is looking like she's going down which 
for those of you that follow us on Instagram, you already know this, but a week ago when we were recording our recap episode for the first half, I was doing review and then I like, I like thought I had, I spoiled the end of the season for myself because I hadn't finished at that point. But when spoiling, I thought I had read that Teresa got sent home before Kim. So going into this tribal council, I was like, oh, sorry, Teresa, like end of the line. But I was like, oh, happy to see Kim around for one more episode. And then they go and they didn't, famously they showed no votes written down like in the little booth. And so Jeff Probst brings back the urn with the votes. And I was like, like, okay, there's going to be like, you know, one vote for like Lex or Tom or whoever. And then the rest will be for Teresa. Meanwhile, (laughs) there's a vote for Lex. As soon as Jeff Probst pulls out the first vote for Kim Powers, I start stopping. I was like, you're kidding. Like, (laughs) like. I was blindsided. I was like, there's no fucking way this is possible. This is so fucked up. I cannot believe it. I was crying, 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 crying. I sent a voice memo to now where I'm pretty sure I'm still crying. Yeah, no, you were. And in the background was like, the truth has spoken. And I was like, I'm losing my mind. I can't handle this. No, I was so sad. Yeah. But she, uh, she gets voted out. And we head into episode 13. I will say, a uh, point on strategy, Tom kept trying to say like, oh yeah, I'll vote for Lex with you guys tonight. And Tom's like, oh, I don't trust Lex. I don't trust Lex. I don't trust Lex. And Kim, both Kims and Teresa are like, oh, we'll vote Lex if you vote Lex. And then Tom doesn't fucking pull the trigger. Like the little piece of shit he is that happens so often though yeah i know but it's like tom specifically has been talking about this forever anyways i know i'm just harping on it because kim powers gets voted out oh i know that's why you're harping on it (laughs) (laughs) but we had into episode 13 and there's a reward challenge you have to find words. It's a words puzzle. <laughs> um, famously, Lex wins yet again. Um, and they like, he gets to, isn't it like to go to like a medical? Yeah, he. Hospital, the whole point is that a he medical wins. Hospital. A hospital. He wins the Chevy Avalanche. Oh yeah, a medical hospital, not an animal hospital. <laughs> He wins a Chevy Avalanche and basically he gets to deliver HIV medication and whatnot to a hospital nearby um, as part of the Wamba Hospital, Wamba Project. It's kind of all of it. So Lex wins, he goes, um, and he has like a very enlightening experience as he describes it and yada, yada, yada. And he, but then he comes back and he's like, oh no, everyone's going to vote me out. And like, oh, I'm so scared. And it was like, girlfriend, like figure it out. Like you got to figure it out. So yeah, we go into the immunity challenge. And again, Lex is like, oh, I need to figure this out. Um, It's one of those immunity challenges where it like incorporates a bunch of parts from earlier challenges. So of course, Kim Johnson underperforms because there's a, net that she has to run across and it just does not work for her it's not what works for her and her family and that's Uh -uh. okay and that's okay that is is okay (laughs) so lex wins immunity again and it's basically just obvious that like teresa's gonna go like they all kind of are like oh like we'll try and do something and props to teresa she is really the only samburu person post-merge that played any level of strategy like yeah she was working kim johnson the entire time trying to get her to flip and then at this moment specifically she recognizes that she's probably gonna go so she like comes clean to lex it's like look i'm the Mm -hmm. one who voted for you but i only voted for you because tom told me to vote for you and basically plays 
paints this whole elaborate thing, which like none of it was really a lie, but she kind of pieced it together in like such an yeah. elaborate way that it really made it seem that like Tom is scheming against Lex, looking for an out for him, but Tom's just too afraid to pull the trigger. So she's like, Lex, pull the trigger right now. I will vote with you. And like Kim Johnson even backs her up. And I was like, thank you, Kim. I was like, yes, girly. Yeah. Yes. Um, but unfortunately, like it just doesn't work out and they just stick with their original alliance. No. And so Teresa gets voted out and it gets down to the final four, which is the four Bruan. So it's Tom, Lex, um, Kim and Ethan. And basically the morning after tribal council, Lex is like, oh, I'm going to confront Tom. Like I need to have a conversation. I literally think it's during the night watch that he has a conversation with Ethan about it, which this is one of the few times they show us any amount of strategy or like game talk yeah. during the night watch. Yeah. Right? That's, That's the impression I got. You're right. It, it's very true. There was no. Yeah. That's Late night strategizing. That's very interesting. Like, yeah. Well, I think also it's just like they were tired of nobody was ever strategizing. So yeah. they they weren't talking about it at night. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but basically, Lex and Tom have this all-out like fight, I guess it is. It's so stupid to me personally. Yeah. Because it's like Tom denies it. But then it like cuts to a confessional where he's like, well, I'm not going to tell him the truth. And then Lex is like, well, you know, man to man, like we have to be men on this. I'm like, just shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Yeah. And basically it's kind of like, well, we all don't want to necessarily, they have this men's pact between Lex, Ethan and Tom. And they're like, we don't want to break it, but we also don't trust everyone equally. And so basically they go into the immunity challenge and like, well, Kim will probably be the one we vote out, but we don't necessarily want to. It's one of the quiz ones, which, and it's about like all the former. Yeah. I kind of like those, but I don't know why. I enjoy watching them. I think they're fun to watch. (laughs) I just think it's like, I also think it's, like really I mean it's really good for Kim she like kills it and it also there's like the element of like you know to play the game you do have to build relationships and like that's not to say that all of these people who got a question wrong like weren't building genuine relationships but I well did you see did you see the tea on this challenge so there's a question that's like, which female contestant has no piercings? And the official answer that like Jeff Prost was looking for was Kelly. And so Kim Johnson's the only one who gives that answer and she wins by one point. She essentially wins because she gets that question right. Lex writes down Lindsay. Lindsay also didn't have piercings. So he's technically right. They never specify it. But weren't the only ones they're asking about? But I think that because I don't think it because I think this happens later too. Like they can't do it with every like every player because some people didn't live with the people. It has to be people like post merge. I don't. I don't know because I mean it ended up that producers were told about the mistake and they gave Lex and Tom bigger runner-up prizes because of it. Because basically if, if they would have counted that as a correct answer, it would have been a tie and a tie. It would have been a tie. And then if Lex would have won, like it could have been a whole different story. So, I mean, I, I think that you're right in the sense that it should only be about people on the jury Mm-hmm. And obviously, Lindsay was not on the jury, so like she wasn't going to be a correct answer, anyways. But I mean, clearly, the Survivor producers thought it was like a like it was a valid enough argument to give them like a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, you know. that's but true. Anyways, that's besides the point. Basically, Kim wins, which 
icon that she is actually knowing things about people. But, and it's also, there's the element to the fact that like they're playing in front of the jury members. So like the jury is absolutely you're watching and be like, Oh, I built this relationship with you, but you don't know. You don't know about me. Yeah. Um, so Kim wins and basically Tom's voted out. Um, and so then they do like the rites of passage at the end and they go into the immunity challenge, which is pretty similar to the one from season one where they just kind of have to stand there and hold their hand on the immunity idol. Um, obviously it's a lot harder this time around because they realized how easy it was the first time. Yeah. Famously. Famously as I depicted about a few weeks ago. Um, Ethan's the first one out accidentally steps off the pole instead of purposely stepping down. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's what happens. And so he did accidentally step off. You're so right. You're right. How what's his face accidentally took his hand off the pole. Uh, yeah. Rudy. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> like they did it on accident. Yeah. You're right. No, but I feel like every challenge loss, every time you lose a challenge, it's oh. unless you're throwing it, it's an accident. You know what I mean? Anyway, so it comes down to Lex and Kim Johnson. And basically, like, the night before, Lex had been going through it health-wise, stomach-wise. So he's down bad. And, like, Kim Johnson is very clearly, like, locked in. And she is, like, ready to go. Like, she is showing no signs of stopping. It goes on for, like, a few hours. I think maybe, like, three or four hours until finally Lex is like, I just cannot do it. And so he stumbles and falls off. And so Kim wins her second immunity in a row. And at trial, she votes Lex out. And she says it was a really hard decision. But in my mind, I was like, I don't see her voting for voting Ethan out by any means. Because they'd had such a good relationship since the beginning. And then it goes into final tribal. And it's between Ethan and Kim. And I mean... Nell and I were texting about this yesterday. Like, it's pretty clear that it's going to be Ethan. Yeah. Like, I will say, in Brandon's little confessional thing, I mean, it was kind of funny because he asked a question about basically, like, oh, which jury member would you say, like, you think most deserves to be in the final two? And also, which jury member would you say least deserves to even be in the jury? Like, shouldn't have even made it to the jury. And Ethan goes, and it was Brandon's question, and Ethan goes, you. And I was like, and then in the confessional, Brandon's like, I was going to vote for you. (laughs) And then you said that on my own question. Like, I don't really know (laughs) what the thought process on that one was. Yeah. And so Brandon. Here's the tea though. Like he wasn't really wrong. No. I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, like if you ask a question, you better be prepared for an answer. You might not like. I guess. And also Kelly famously asks the number question, pick a number between zero and a thousand. I hated it. I I think it's such bullshit. I also think it's such bullshit, but then Ethan says it's such bullshit. And is like, yeah, I think that's really stupid that that's what it comes down to. But clearly he picked the right number. It was, she picked that number based on that. I was like, what wasn't it? Wasn't it the graduate? The number was based on the, her favorite movie, The Graduate, or something. Oh, I didn't watch that part of the reunion. Uh, I only watched the part where it Ethan wasn't. She him. does it when during the video, she's like, "Oh, it's like a quote from the movie, The Graduate." I think, I think so. It's like the room number for oh the movie. God. I'm like girly, and I was like girly pop, and that's how I knew. I was like, "Oh, Ethan got it because he was closest." <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. That's how I knew it. I was like. Uh, clearly it was closest to 888 but yeah long story short ethan wins on a 5-2 vote um there's nothing really exciting that even happens other than basically kelly is just like pissed which i understand because she was voted out for something she was voted out because they thought she voted for lex and that was the only reason she got votes and she's like i didn't even vote for lex this is fucking stupid which I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. Um, so yeah, she's pretty angry, but otherwise like nothing really happens. 
and yeah that's basically season three like mm-hmm. johnson queen we love you but just too a little too little yeah. too little too late <laughs> <laughs> oh also wait the the gag and like the whole bit of all of this was they really tried to make it seem like they transitioned direct like the end of episode 14 is Jeff Probst walking to collect the votes. The beginning of episode 15 is Jeff Probst walking back with the urn of votes. And everyone, I knew that they were in LA only because Kim Johnson had done her makeup. She put like a little bit of eyeliner on. I was like, Kim, like your eyes are popping just a little bit. But they were wearing all the same clothes, like yada, yada, yada. But yeah. the audience made zero sound. Like it, they were really trying so hard. But I don't get they, that. I think they were like, I, yeah, I don't either. I'm glad they just make it like a thing now. Yeah, that it's like, okay, this it's is just more fun. Again. Yeah. Well, so yeah, that's season three. Um, overall, I know Nell and I differ on this. There were some good people, but I'm like, it just got so predictable at the end that I was kind of like, yeah, I don't know. I really, I really enjoyed watching it. Yeah. It like really brought helped bring me back, yeah. And like fly and throw, um, yeah. So I yeah. get a lot of I get the critiques, but I still enjoy right. watching it. Yeah, I, the critiques make sense, and like there just aren't big moments after like after the Kelly thing. It's kind of mm-hmm. like, yeah, there's no big moment, That's but. Fair still a good season and like Ethan definitely is like he is a member of the community oh for sure for sure again the inspiration for on the otter by party hashtag old Shallow. survivor Shallow. Shallow. I said swallow can you believe I'm like take a lap <laughs> and we're gonna take a lap and once we get done with that lap we will be right back ladies and gents We're so thankful for all of the love and support so far. Keep checking out our Instagram and telling all of your friends about our podcast. If you're interested in supporting our ongoing project to improve our podcast, please head over to our anchor.fm website where you can become a monthly supporter and donator to Idols, Icons, and iRolls. Oh man, I'm a little out of breath from my lap, but uh, we're back and we're diving into our idols, our icons, and our, and our eye rolls from the second. I think, yeah, you. I'm like, catch your breath now. Yeah, now like, Whoa. Would you like to hit us off? Yeah, I can start with my idol moment. Um, so mine comes from episode thirteen. It's when it's down to the final five. So basically. It's, I think I said the same thing for season two. I just really like when they repeat elements of previous challenges because in my, like it also, also I really like it because it incorporates the puzzle aspect of later challenge or of later seasons. But at the same point, it's kind of like, all right, let's see if you can actually kind of learn something from earlier challenges, yada, yada, yada. Um, I also just, you know, I just think people running over cargo nets is so funny because like the way they throw their knees up, I don't know. I've never run on a cargo net, so I have no idea what it looks like, like how to do it. And if I was ever on Survivor, I would also probably look like a fool. But at the same time, I loved it. I love, I love watching it. I laugh every time I have to watch somebody like pick their knees because it's like, they're not even picking their knees up straight. They like swing them in circles. I'm like, this is hilarious like if you guys saw what we're seeing you would be laughing at yourself but anyways that's my idols moment um I am kind of sad about the fact that Lex wins it but you know you win some you lose some kind of a thing and unfortunately Lex won this one and I lost that one (laughs) (laughs) now what about you um mine is the first challenge post-merge with the bucket I'm a slot for in an endurance challenge 
the endurance challenges so much on Survivor. And when they last, like, for so long, like, I just, I'm like, this is, this is what I like to watch. So that's why it's my favorite, because it lasted, like, six hours. Um, Definitely, like, brings me back to, like, the um, Australia pole standing challenge that lasts, like, (laughs) nine hours. I don't even know. Um, So that's why I liked it. I love an endurance challenge. No, I mean, I think saying I'm a slut for endurance challenges is the only way I'll be really referring. I'm like, title of that. <laughs> that you no, know, it, it's right there. Um, yeah, no, I, I also, I like when it's like the endurance challenge is something that I cannot imagine. Like, I don't know if that made sense, but at least in Survivor in season two, it's like, they're just standing on a pole, which I can Yeah, that one doing. was like. Yeah. But when they have to like, they have to hold on to a pole and they have to hold their hands above their head. I'm like, I haven't done that for a, eight hours. hours. Like I, yeah. I'm said, I'm already sore. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we're not visual, but we are currently holding our hands up as if, yeah, I just. I'm like, we should record a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. Wait, I think that every time from now on, we should record a podcast trying to do one of the, like one time we're just every standing. Time. <laughs> one time we just stand. Another time we hold like one hand up. Another time. We like stand on our tiptoes. Another time we should recreate that one time that um, coach said they had back spasms. We should try to like pin ourselves between a wall while we record. Can you imagine? The back spasms. He didn't eat. <laughs> he took the martyr approach, obviously. Oh my God. <laughs> anyway. So those are our idols. Um, for our icons, I think maybe we'll just start off with our with our podcast icon. Yeah. Because I think, I think we it's... need to give her her time in the spotlight. Yeah. Kim Powers. Kim Powers. You, the love I have for you. Peter loves, I really, okay. I mean, and I was the first. <laughs> Peter. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot be crying. By simply saying Kim Powers, I'm in love with you. <laughs> I literally can't go on tears wiping tears from his eyes. Um, I'll be the first to say <laughs> I I can't even look at Peter. Um I'll I, turn my camera off so you don't see. <laughs> I was not a fan of her at the start. I did not like her I did not like the people she aligned herself with and I didn't think she was doing much and then post-merge I said hey queen (laughs) there you are again constantly raising the bar for all of us and doing so flawlessly um and famously me crying during the fire building challenge because I wanted her to win so badly and the like I again I talked about this earlier but the way she answered questions about herself during the family challenge I was like you are clearly a woman who has learned a lot about yourself recently and are pushing yourself and growing and like this opportunity of survivor was a way for you to do that so much larger like I don't even know how to explain what I'm trying to say and I just felt no proud of her I'm like proud to have witnessed that. And yeah. I literally could not have said it better. The psychoanalysis you did on her, chef's kiss. What did I say? No, I 100% agree. And I honestly, I think that's why the start was so rocky. Not, I mean, I was a stan, but that's just because I love. Like, like she is my kind of person that I would normally love. But I think she, like you said, she was very clearly trying. Like, I think that this was something where she was like, I want to do Survivor to grow and to discover something about myself because that's where I'm at in my life. And like, I think we got to see how much she grew. And like, it was so cute to just see her bond and have fun with everyone. And like, at some point, somebody was describing the dynamics of camp. And they were like, oh yeah, everyone kind of has somebody except like Kim, like she's kind of alone and like does her own thing. And I was like, 
I would be her friend. Like, obviously, she is a lot older now than she was when she appeared on this show. But I, I stand by the fact that I think I would still be her friend now. But very much like Kim Powers, if you're out there, reach out. I tried to find her on Instagram. I cannot find her. Like, I don't know. I just, I'm so proud of the growth that she showed. And she seems like such a cool, level-headed person. And it's just so cutie. And so now I'm going to wipe up the tears um, as now talks about her individual icon. I like feel like I have less to say. <laughs> On my individual icon, I feel like the icon of the pot is just the tea of it all. Um, but I did pick Ethan. Um, I really, really liked Ethan. Um, I picked him also as my icon. The last episode, he was really the only person I had like an emotional attachment to in the first half. And like Kim kind of came in the second half for me but I also feel like you got to give credit where credit is due and for him to literally not have a vote cast against him basically right I don't think he had one vote cast against him no you're right he's the first person I mean obviously it's season three but until we get to um a later season what was the season oh until we get to 18 when JT wins. Wait, that's he, actually he and JT are, I think, the two people to play a perfect. Well, JT plays like the ultimate perfect season by getting eight votes on the jury, but they're the only two people to not get votes during the season. That's crazy. I'm pretty sure. I mean, we can be fact checked on that, but I remember reading that when we were reading about JT. Yeah, yeah, I think that's like I think that goes to show his like social game well enough. Like he wasn't building enemies even with people who weren't on his alliance. And I think that's such a huge role of Survivor. And I think it's underappreciated. And I think it's very interesting to follow him now and like see him talk about like old school Survivor. And I think those that is an element that is still important, but I do kind of see these critiques of, like the over saturation of hidden immunity idols and like these twists that kind of like could interfere with some of the like classic ways to play the game. And that's not to say I don't love those ways just as much, but I think that is like something that should be applauded. And I loved watching him and I was, I was happy to see him win. And he seems like a cool guy. <laughs> no, I agree. And I especially agree when you were like, we need to give credit where credit is due because I also, I don't know. I just don't really think his personality got to shine through as much on this season as with others. And maybe just because there were so many other like controversial personalities that they were like, oh, we need to give this attention. So I think that's maybe why I was like, oh, he's not really an icon for me because I just don't see his personality much. But he is genuinely, I think he's just such a kind, easygoing person. And like, he is, he's a good person. And that's why he wins is like, He's a good person. Nobody ever targets him, but they know that he is the strength behind it all. Um, meanwhile, for me and my like personal icon, obviously I love Kim Powers beyond belief, but Teresa also is somebody who I was like, you are fantastic. I'm like, T-Bird has a podcast. That is also the name of her podcast. T-Bird has a podcast. <laughs> I think she is like beyond, uh, on the surface level, she is like funny. I love her accent. She's just like, she's a cute, like down to earth person. I just was like, I love it so much. But at the same time, you wouldn't think that she would be the one out of the four Sambu members who made it to the merge. I would not think that she was going to be the one to play the strategy game. Like I would have assumed it was going to be Brandon or Kim and then maybe Frank or Teresa, but Teresa was the one trying to put together moves, put together votes and like really try and figure out how she could get as close to the end as possible. And I really loved that. Like she did not want to give up at any moment. She was literally fighting until the end. And like, she deserved that. And also when she voted for Lex, <laughs> I was like, amen, Snaps. thank God. 
thank God. When she won the first immunity challenge, I was like, you deserve this. You deserve your moment in the spotlight. So I just like, I think that she genuinely, she played, I think the best game she could have played given the cards that were dealt to her and like her genuine only real ally being Frank Garrison. Like she did a great job. Like she really did such a fantastic job. And honestly, I think for me, my biggest, my biggest, my biggest redeeming qualities out of the season. I'm like me, one glass of wine blacked out. <laughs> um, my biggest redeeming qualities were quite frankly, the women on this season. Um, because you know what? I am going to change my eyebrow because I had a sentence to something else, but not the transition straight into eyebrows, but the men on this season decided to form some stupid alliance and they were like, oh yeah, the women shouldn't win. And I was like, no, the women should win because Teresa played the best game. Kelly tried to make moves. Kim Powers, I love her. Kim Johnson, a sweetheart. Like, yeah, that is my eyebrows. I'm going to lead us into eyebrows because at the end of the day, the men, they just like, I think the moment that really pissed me off was when it got to the final four and they were like, oh, obviously Kim Johnson is the next to go. And I was like, Tom, what have you done? What have you brought to this season to to make it so that you deserve to get to the final three over Kim Johnson? Literally nothing. The fact that Kim Johnson survived past the tribal part of it all, made it to the merge when quite frankly, she should have been voted out early. Yes, I agree. She should have been voted out early, but she playing such a good social game that she wasn't voted out early. She was never the target. She then won the two most important immunity challenges, which were the final two, to then lead her into that jury moment. I recognize that I don't think she deserved to win over Ethan. I agree. But at the end of the day, they were like, oh, like, Kim, you're just writing coattails. I was like, no. Like, nobody was really helping her out once we made it to the merge. Like, she was actively working with Teresa, working with Kelly, working with Kim Powers. Like there were things that she were doing. And like, I just thought that the men thought that they were like the hottest shit on like big men on campus energy. And I was like, sorry, Lex and Tom, but like maybe win some important immunity challenges and not blow up and have toxic masculinity. And then you can make it to the end. XOXO. I don't think so, honey. Just because you're a man doesn't mean you deserve to be in the final. See, and actually that's a rule of culture. Yeah, that is a rule of culture. (laughs) Rule of culture number seven. Just just because because you're you're a man man doesn't mean mean you deserve deserve to to be in the final tribal council. Yeah, amen. All right. Now that I've spoken for like five minutes straight, no. <laughs> um, I agree with so much of what was said. Great job, Peter. Um, my eye roll is actually just Lex freaking out over the votes cast against them. To me, I'm like, girly pop, welcome to Survivor. Exactly. <laughs> um, and like, I think it's so funny to me that he didn't automatically assume it was. Teresa I don't know why I just am like she wasn't on your try like I don't know like whatever but then the way he like goes on the hunt against it and it's like also the way he's like I know it wasn't you it's so funny but it was just such drama that was so stupid like it was a waste of time and it like I wasn't the biggest um Kelly fan so like whatever but like it did suck for her like it was just stupid I don't know that's where I'm like it's stupid yeah and I also I did also hate how it I mean props to Teresa for bringing it back but the fact that he was still angry about it at the final five yeah. vote mm-hmm. like however many days later like you said girly pop welcome to survivor like I understand against you. Yeah. And I understand you weren't expecting (laughs) a T. I understand you weren't expecting like a second vote. Like, yes, you thought you were only going to see your name one time and it was a second time. Sure. That sucks. But girl, like you, your alliance is still solid and you 
like actively didn't get voted out. Like fucking suck it up and exactly. move it on. Like, no, I agree. I, that's honestly when I started to know, I didn't like Lex from the beginning, but at that point I was like, all right, we can vote Lex out at any moment now. It's like, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Like, hey, no, I agree. Uh, the one point I will push back on is that I really did, did become a Kelly stan during that episode because of the way that she was like, no, actually I hate Lex. I was like, yeah, no, actually I hate Lex too. And then I famously texted Nell and I said, there is something about women named Kelly who go on Survivor because Kelly Wigglesworth, who is a TikTok icon, Kelly Wentworth, who is from season one, rafting guide icon, arguably should have won season mm-hmm. one. And now this Kelly, I'm like, name a Kelly who's flopped on this series. And I'll wait. Kelly's on Survivor. Kelly's, I'm like, let's get Kelly Mayer on Survivor. Keep oh the my God, I would lose my shit. <laughs> I can't do that. I don't know how she would do. I feel like she'd be good. She'd be, I think she would right? have a great social game. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think like the people would love her. Yeah. It's hard. And I also say. don't think, I, true. I also don't think she'd, she would not have an issue of girl boss day one. I genuinely no, think no, she'd no. be like, go run along, build a camp on your own. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, I'm like, if any other Kellys listen to this podcast, let us know. We will get yeah. you. <laughs> I'm starting the campaign. Um, <laughs> but those were idols, icons, and idols. But before we go, we'll also let you know that there are some returners um, Ethan returns a couple times and Lex and Tom also return once. So there aren't a crazy amount of returners disappointed in like who they overall pick. Yeah. But um, those are the returners. Yeah, I will say, I mean, happy to see Ethan again. I am shocked about Tom's inclusion. Yeah, me too. I won't lie. <laughs> I'm not going to lie about that one. Because I also feel like once the season aired, maybe the producers could have been like, oh, maybe he doesn't, you know, his charm doesn't translate on screen. Yeah. What? Yeah. It you know, it is what it is. So yeah, we will look forward to seeing Ethan, Lex, and Tom coming up soon. Um, and until then, we will be right back. Thanks for listening and be on the lookout for episode 19, where we'll dive into the first half of season four Marquesas, which features some absolute domination and as always, lots of drama. As always, follow us on Instagram, follow and review our podcast wherever you're listening to us and be on the lookout for plenty more content to come your way. Oh, 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 oh,